Father God in heaven, I pray that even as we enter into your word, Lord, we ask for nothing but light. Let your light expose our darkness. Let your light expose our darkness, O oh God. And let that light bring about a transformation. May we be transformed from our minds, O oh God, even to the outward appearance of our lives. Name and your name alone be glorified. Blessed be your holy name, Jehovah. In Jesus' mighty and matchless name, we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Can we please quickly open our Bibles? John chapter 12. Now we are reading from verses 1. Let's just read one to go. Six days before Passover, Jesus came to Bethany, where Lazarus lived, whom Jesus had raised from the dead. Here, a dinner was given in Jesus' honor. Martha served while Lazarus was among those reclining at the table with him. Then Mary took about a pint of pure nard, an expensive perfume. She poured it on Jesus' feet and wiped his feet with her hair. And the house was filled with the fragrance of the perfume. But one of the disciples, Judas Iscariot, who was later to betray him, objected. Why wasn't this perfume sold and the money given to the poor? It's worth, it was worth a year's wages. He did not say this because he cared about the poor, but because he was a thief, a keeper of the money bag. He used to help himself to what was put in it. Hallelujah. And verse 7 says, Leave her alone, Jesus replied. It was intended that she should save this perfume for the day of my burial. You will always have the poor among you. May the Lord bless the reading of his word in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. For those of us who are writing this morning, um, the title of my sermon is The Blessedness of Honor. Praise God. The Blessedness of Honor. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Um, it feels good to be back in church. Um, <laughs> thank you, everybody. Uh, for those... Who were praying for us and things like that and um, we thank god for recovery and may the name of the lord be glorified in jesus name amen amen just to say thank you to other leaders who stood in my stead and i'm grateful for each and every one of you the workers may the lord who sees all that is done in secret reward you all in the open in the name of jesus amen praise god hallelujah okay and so from the passage we read this morning in the book of John chapter 12 from verses 1 to 8, one of the things that I love about the Gospels of the Lord Jesus Christ is the fact that when you read the Gospels, in other words, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, everybody gave an interpretation of how they experienced Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. In other words, it wasn't a case of they said. It was a case of what was my personal experience. I like it so much. When you read, I think it was Luke luke chapter one luke started that verse was saying that you know having a perfect understanding of the lord jesus christ oh precious theophilus i found it worthy that i should also give an account of how i experienced the lord jesus christ praise god i say that to say this because just as john interpreted this passage we see mark do the same thing praise god and from the book of Mark chapter 14, 6 to 9, I read it quickly. And it says, And Jesus said, Let her alone. Why do you trouble her? She has done a good work. For you have the poor with you always. And whenever you wish, you may do them good. 
but me you do not have always she has done what she could and she has beforehand to anoint my body for burial and the verse 9 which is my emphasis it says as surely i say to you wherever this gospel is preached praise god in the whole world what this woman has done will always or will also be told as a memorial to her praise the lord today that prophecy is being fulfilled praise god why because she chose to honor the lord again the title of my sermon this morning is the blessedness of honor praise god the blessedness of honor there is a blessing when you choose to exhibit honor throughout the course of your life praise god for the sake of those who weren't here last week i'll just do a brief recap praise the lord okay and i started here by saying that one of the things that jesus started in his ministry after he came down from the mountain the bible tells us in the book of Mark chapter 9 that he went about preaching the gospel again and of the kingdom and healing every sickness and every disease of the people hallelujah in other words everything that jesus came to do was to indicate to us that a new order has come in other words the gospel of the lord jesus christ was all about the kingdom of god hallelujah it was all about the kingdom of god and the kingdom of god is centered around three things number one is centered around the king we know who the king is the king is jesus hallelujah number two is his people in other words those or anybody who chooses to align his or herself with the dictates or or the commandments of the lord jesus christ but number three talking about what the kingdom culture praise god kingdom culture the kingdom culture sociologically speaking we are made to understand that culture is a way of life of a group of people in a particular place at a particular time praise the lord in other words if you want to know a welsh person all you need to do is to hear them say you're right mate you know praise god you know you could hear the conk welsh accent and that's part of their culture because it's their way of life and the same principle applies to the kingdom of god how do you know someone belongs to the kingdom if not for how they choose to live their lives praise the lord am i making sense okay so praise god and i said here that in the kingdom of god god has established certain principles that makes for our advancement praise god it is the nature of god that you and i advance It's the nature of god that you and i transform it's it's not a prosperity gospel it is just the nature of god praise god because when you even study nature even you that is here as an adult at some point in time you were a zygote praise god but as a result of god's desire for you to advance you kept on what growing from glory to glory and to god be the glory you are here today and so you understand that advancement is the idea of god and is the culture of the kingdom of god and here and i'm saying that for god and his agenda he made us to understand that it is the adherence or the or the compliance to these kingdom principles that makes for my advancement and your advancement and i said that one of the things that or one of the principles for advancement is the law of honor praise god and we said last week that what is honor and i said here that you know it is the greek word atimao and simply means to assign high value to something or to someone praise god 
But in the course of my study again, I just began to reflect. What does honor mean to me? And I said here that honor is the inward desire. Praise God. It's the inward desire to acknowledge and to celebrate the uniqueness of any individual and their contributions towards your life or humanity through our expression of kind words, gifts, or public accolades. Praise God. It is the inward. It must be internal. It is never just, it's as a result of what is inside that you show what's on the outside. Praise God. Am I making sense? Praise God that it is the inward desire to acknowledge and to celebrate the uniqueness of any individual and their contributions to your life or to humanity. Praise God. Through the expression of kind words, gifts of public accolades. This is why you have things like the Nobel Peace Prize. Because they, these certain people have contributed tangibly to the advancement of humanity. And so for that reason, they organize events in their honor to acknowledge them. But also, when you want to say you want to honor somebody, somebody may have played a key role in your personal life. Praise God. And I said that one of the things that robs us of the ability to honor last week was the fact that it's the element of familiarity. Praise God. That the people you tend to spend more time with, for some reason, I guess it's just the human nature, you tend to devalue their essence. Praise God. As a result of the constant time, take for instance, Jesus' brothers and sisters. Why was only James mentioned? But James was not just the only sibling. Praise God. Because they always assumed, is it not, not my brother? After all, we grew up in the same household. Praise God. And Jesus went ahead to say that what? A prophet is only without honor except in his own home. Praise God. Hallelujah. Why? Because as human beings, we tend to devalue the essence of people the longer we what, spend time with them. And someone said that what? Familiarity breeds what? Contempt. Praise God. But if you must advance in the kingdom of God, if you must oblige yourself to these principles, honor must never be neglected. Praise God. You cannot afford to neglect honor. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And I said here that one of the beautiful things about God is that, yes, we always pray, God bless me, Lord increase me. But the reality of it is increase or blessings will not never fall from heaven, never. But God would use people. And I said here that men are the channels for our liftings. Praise God. And I love this passage so much. Second Corinthians 4 verse 7. Paul was saying here that what? For we have this treasure. We have this treasure in earthen vessels. Praise God. There is a uniqueness. There is a deposit of God resident in each and every one that is seated here. God has something unique about you. But guess what? If I'm going to advance in life, I must be able to identify that uniqueness and celebrate that for what God has done in your life. Because only then am I capable of advancing. It's a law that I must oblige with. Praise God. And so in the course of today's sermon, you begin to understand how, or rather how and why God has made this the reality for us in the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. And I said last week that who then must we honor? What are the categories of people we must honor? And I said number one, you must honor God. Praise God. Man was created to worship. Worship, honor is an evidence of worship. 
Praise God. Why? Because when you read the book of 2 Samuel chapter 2, sorry, 1 Samuel 2 verse 30, the Bible tells us through the prophet Samuel that God was saying that what I will only honor those who honor me. Praise the Lord. Therefore, if you want to be honored, the opposite of honor is shame. Praise God. How many of us have been disgraced here? Praise God. Let's be honest. And how did it feel? Tell, I mean, if the, if, if the ground could open and swallow you up, that's the prayer. Lord, just hide me. Praise God. Just hide me. But the reality of it is this anchor text for our scripture, or the anchor text for our month, for our month in October here, is that God is saying that for your shame, my intention is to give you what? Double honor. Praise God. That for every shame you have experienced, for every aspect of disgrace, my idea for you is what? Double honor. But for us to experience this double honor, certain principles must be obliged. Praise God. And I said here that number two, the second category of people that you must honor is that the Bible says that you both, you must honor all men. Praise God. In other words, nobody is useless. Nobody is useless. Praise God. I think someone said something that, you know, that if, that if you judge the fish by its ability to fly, you have judged it wrongly. Why? Because you are judging it in the wrong terrain. But the moment you put the fish in water, then you will understand the essence or the value or the skills of a fish. Praise God. Every one of us here, every one of us here has a unique deposit of God resident within us. And the reality of it is that what? The moment I begin to acknowledge those uniqueness and celebrate God in your life, then I'm obliging or I'm paying attention to these laws and principles. Praise God. And I said that under the category of honoring all men, the number one person or the category you must honor is your parents. Praise God. You see, that we never choose our parents. God chose our parents. Ironically. Praise God. And so no matter how deadbeat, no matter how irresponsible, no matter how ungodly your parents may be, God chose them for you. Praise God. And the Bible says that what? That all things work together for my good. So regardless of whatever your parents may have done, God felt that nobody else was capable of parenting you than this man and this woman praise god and so the bible said that what you must honor your parents but the reality of it is many a times as a result of the failings and the weaknesses of humanity we tend to amplify people's weaknesses and downplay their value praise god as a result of the weaknesses that we have, isn't it funny that in the world that we live in is a cancel culture? You know, no matter how good you, have, you may have been for X amount of years, the moment you do one wrong, every good you have done is history. They would only remember you for the evil that you have done. Praise God. But the reality of it is that we are all men. Praise God. We are all men. There is nobody above the capability of making mistakes. Praise God. There is no one above the capability of making mistakes. Praise the Lord. 
Okay? And I said that the other category of people is that you must always acknowledge superior people or those in authority over your lives. In other words, you walk in a place, your boss may be the most horrible human being ever. God put that person there. There is always, you know, that's why they always say, in the end, it will all make sense. Praise God. In the end, it will all make sense. You may not know why, but God in his infinite wisdom. The Bible said that while we judge the things that appear, God also does things what, that do not appear. Praise God. For the things that appear are what temporal. Praise God. God knows what he's doing. Praise the Lord. And so we carry on. And I began to say that, you know what? For us to be able to honor people, for us to be able to honor people adequately, there is a tool that you and I must engage. And that tool is called discernment. Praise God. In other words, you must be able to what? Discern the uniqueness of someone that you have come in contact with or someone that is currently in your life and celebrate them for that. Praise God. And I said here, I saw this on the internet and it says that discernment is the ability to make discriminating judgments. Are you able to see it on the, on the screen? Yeah? Okay. It says, it's the ability to make discriminating judgments, to distinguish between and recognize the moral implications of, of the different situations or causes of action. It says, it is the ability to weigh up and access moral and spiritual status of individuals, groups, and even movements. Praise God. Ability to judge and to judge correctly. Praise God. Ability to judge and to judge correctly. I remember I shared a quote sometime here of Charles Spurgeon. And he said that discernment, it is not just the ability to discern what is right and what is wrong. But the ability to differentiate what is right and what is almost right. Praise God. Because with God... The devil always has the ability to imitate what God is doing. But it's with the tool of discernment that you're able to deduce. Is this God or is this the devil? Praise God. I'm going somewhere. Now, someone here said again that what discernment is the ability to think. Praise God. Ability to think biblically. In other words, you are using the Bible to engage your thoughts in all the things that you do. And the reality of it is that what? If you want to gain discernment, the Bible tells us the secret. Hebrews chapter 5 from verses 12 to 14. The Bible tells us here that for though by this time you ought to be teachers. It says, but you need someone to teach you again the first principles of the oracle of God and you have come to need milk and not solid food. It says, for everyone who partakes of only milk is unskilled in the word of righteousness, for he is but a babe. It says, but solid food belongs to those who are full of age, that is, those who by reason of use, by reason of use, have their senses exercised to discern between what good and what is evil. Praise God. In other words, if you are going to be able to discern accurately, you must be a student of scripture. Praise God. You know, when I began to meditate on this issue of discernment, all I could imagine was the issue of a magnet and a metal. Praise God. 
the moment you keep rubbing the magnet against the metal we are understood based on science that all of a sudden that metal begins to what adopt the properties of that metal am i correct praise god but the metal is never a magnet am i making sense but so long as you keep rubbing that metal against the magnet every property of the magnet the what the metal is able to adopt the same thing applies to you and i when it comes to the word of god the moment we keep doing what spending time in the things of god in the place of scripture we begin to adopt what every potential that the scripture has spoken about and one of them is what ability to discern this is when there is something in your spirit that is leading you at asking you to deduce between what is right and what is nearly right praise the lord i hope i'm making sense praise god okay so we begin to see discernment at play here and how discernment has led to the liftings of people in scripture one of the things that i love about the bible is that god is not is not partial the bible says that what the same god is rich to everyone who call upon him be you jew be you greek be you gentile praise god the same god is rich to anyone who calls upon him in other words any principle you see in scripture praise god any principle you see in scripture so long as you are able to practice that principle accordingly whatever testimony you see in scripture is mandated to be replicated in your life and my life that's the proof of the word of god that we believe the bible said our word the word of god is what quick and is powerful praise the lord and so we begin to see how discernment played a role in the life of abraham praise the lord now you read the bible in the book of genesis chapter 18 i'll just read it quickly and it says then the lord appeared by the terebinth tree of mama as he was sitting in the tent in the heat of the day and so he lifted his eyes and looked and behold three men praise god three men were standing by him isn't it amazing that sometimes we see people but you see sometimes god will send angels in human form praise god that's why the bible said that what you must always exhibit charity because by so doing some have entertained angels and not known it we may be normal we may see us as normal human beings but the bible said that what we have this treasure in earthing vessels that some people you encounter are not normal but they look normal praise god because the bible says that abraham that the lord appeared before abraham he didn't say lords he said the lord but when abraham saw he saw three men praise god and here the bible says that what and he ran you see when discernment is at work in your life you begin to do things that ordinarily you don't know why you're doing them but you are compelled to do it praise god that sometimes you know when you're sharing testimony you say well something was pushing me just go just go or stay but that thing is discernment it is the holy spirit at work in your life praise the lord now the bible says that what so he lifted his eyes and looked and behold three men standing by him and he saw them and he ran from the tent to meet them bowed himself to the ground and said my lord if i have found favor in your sight do not pass by your servant 
please let a little water be brought and wash your feet and rest yourselves under the tree and i will bring a morsel of bread that you may refresh your hearts that you may pass by in as much as you have come to your servant praise god the question is why was abraham insisting that this man will stay praise god discernment discernment and the reality of it is one who said that abraham needed nothing because when it came to material gifts many at times for us as individuals as a result of our need we always lend to or we always tend to want to serve those who we believe will be our gateway to escaping what we are currently experiencing am i making sense praise god but in this case we are made to understand that abraham was rich there was nothing technically abraham was lacking but something was compelling him that you must do this thing praise god and we know how the story ends because the bible says that what nine months from today you would what have a male child praise god advancement honor is the secret to what advancing in life praise god we share a second story here the life of the shunammite woman the life of the shunammite woman the bible says that what and it fell on a day second kings 4 verse 8 to 12 it says and it fell on a day that elisha passed to shunem where there was a great woman and she constrained him praise god she constrained him other versions will say that she persuaded him to do what eat bread and so it was that as oft as he passed by he turned thither to eat bread and she said unto her behold i perceive discernment it says behold i perceive that this is a holy man of god which passed by us continually let us make a little chamber i pray thee on the wall and let us set for him a bed and a table and a stool and a candlestick and it shall be when he cometh to us he shall turn thither and it fell on that day that he came and he turned into the chamber lay there and he said to gehazi his servant call this shunammite woman and when he had called her she stood before him we know how the story ended again this woman lacked nothing the bible says that was she was a great woman but there was something pushing her because even her did not even acknowledge that she needed a child so that was not a need for her praise god but we see that as a result of her celebrating the uniqueness in elisha the story changed for her praise the lord hallelujah and i said here that the blessings of god are not bought but they are provoked praise god the blessings of god you cannot buy with money but what they can be provoked they can be provoked why because we have this treasure in eating vessels there is somebody you are yet to meet that as a result of their proclamations over you things will change praise god hallelujah and it takes discernment to know when to meet these people hallelujah praise the lord hallelujah I say this because this is how the kingdom of God operates. This is how what the kingdom of God operates. That the blessings of God you can't buy with money. You can't because the Bible said that what freely we have received and freely we shall give. 
Praise God. However, they can what? Be provoked. They can be provoked. And I said that, so how then do you know that you are honoring someone? What is that litmus test to prove that you have truly honored someone? Number one, honor must be God-driven. It must be to honor God, number one. So whenever I'm doing something for someone, I'm not doing it for them or what they can do for me. I'm doing it because God said so. Praise the Lord. Honor must be God-driven. It must be God-driven. Praise God. Jesus said, the Bible said in Matthew 25 verse 40, he said, the king said that what? Whatsoever you do to the least of my brethren, you did the same for me. And so if I see someone in church who is in need and I supply their need, I did not do it to gain favors. I did it because I'm doing it unto God. Praise God. This is the mystery of the kingdom of God. That we have this treasure in what? Earthing vessels. I remember when I was in the third year in the university, a friend of mine went to the redeem camp and he came back. All I remember from him going to the redeem camp was that he said, wow, that the geo said something that blessed his life. And he said that, that the geo said, do whatever you can for a man of God to say, God bless you. And for so long, that words resonated with me that up until today, I know that friend's name. I know where he told me those words. Now, the reality of it is you may hear this and just go and do, oh, let this man of God say, God bless me. But the reality of it is there are protocols to be observed. Praise the Lord. Why do I say this? Is because, you see, resident within us, there is something that you say, what you did touched me. Praise God. In other words, it hit my core, my innermost being. You did this thing for me. And from the innermost part of their belly, they proclaim a blessing. God honors those statements. That's why you will see that when the Bible says, honor your parents. First and foremost, they are your gateway to living a long life here on the earth. Praise the Lord. Unfortunately, our younger generation, we believe in knowledge and science. And so for that reason, after all, I, 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 I don't want to bother with my parents. But you realize that if you must live long and advance on the earth, the very first set of people you must begin to honor are your parents. Praise God. Number two, honor must be from the heart. Praise God. If you say you want to honor somebody, it must be sincere and genuine. The Bible says that what they honor me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. There are people that you give gifts, but you don't really mean it. That value has been lost. The reward for what you have done has been lost. Praise the Lord. What you must, it must be sincere and genuine. Number three is that honor must be void of pretense. It must be void of pretense. Because God is the one who rewards. Praise God. I must, I must be particular about this. God is the one who rewards. You see, many a times when we do things for people, we believe that that is the same channel through which it would come. No. God is the one who sees. And remember, if God is to bless, you can use any man. So, so long as your honor is God-driven, leave it to God. Leave it to God. Let him know how he will deal with you. God indeed, what? 
honors and he sees the state of your heart. He sees the state of your heart. Praise God. Our time is fast running. And I said, so what are the ways through which you can communicate honor? Number one, it must be through public display of love and respect. Even husbands and wives, you must honor them for who they are in your life. Remember, I said familiarity. Yesterday, uh, we were in a men's fellowship. And one of the things that we were having a conversation there was that we were doing a book review on the power of a praying husband. One of the things that the book was recommending was that, you know, as a result of you spending time with your spouse, there is a tendency to be familiar with them. Praise God. But you see, you lose the blessing. You know, there was a video making the rounds on Instagram recently at a wedding where the man was kneeling down and the wife was praying over him. Praise God. And, you know, it was such a spiritual thing because you could see from where she was praying those prayers. You could see the sincerity, the genuineness of her declarations over her husband. But the reality of it is those things cannot come except is in the place of honor. Praise the Lord. That's why we must avoid this issue of familiarity and entitlement. Because it is a robber of honor. Praise God. Number two, you can do so through the giving of gifts. Praise God. The value may not be, may be inconsequential, but it's the heart and the purity of purpose with which you did what you did. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. It is possible for someone to do something expensive, but yet have no genuine or sincere motive behind what they're doing. Praise God. For this, not to be vulgar here, but could you imagine... A guy who is trying to get to sleep with a girl. Obviously, whatever he's doing, there's a motive behind what he's doing. Praise God. Number three, it must be seeking to add value. When you say you want to honor someone, you want it is not to take, but you want to contribute to their life. In other words, you have seen the challenges they are going through. You have seen their weaknesses and your job is to do what? Plug in the gap where there is leakage in their lives. How do you make life better for them? How do you make life easier for them? Because it is through this that you are provoking that innermost part of their being. Praise the Lord. And number three, uh, number four rather, even as I conclude, there must be a desire to cover their shame and weaknesses. Praise God. You know, a man of God said that in the kingdom of God, the wisdom of God is in the reverse. Praise God. In the world that we live in, we want to amplify people's shame and weaknesses. Those are the stories we are quick to share on WhatsApp. Oh, did you hear this? What a shame. People are quick to celebrate people's failures. After all, you are making noise, celebrating that relationship on Instagram. Now it has ended. Good for you. Praise God. You are just married for one year. All of a sudden, the marriage is broken. Oh, let us celebrate their failure. This marriage thing is a, is a hoax. No. You must be willing to do what? Cover their shame and their weaknesses. And I'll end with this passage. We see it in the life of Noah and his sons. Remember I said that there is something you can do that can touch someone's innermost being. It's from that place they pronounce curses or blessings. And it will stick. Because the Bible said that what a causeless cause shall not alight. 
In other words, when there is a cause with a cause, it must surely stick. Am I making sense? And so you realize that in the life of Noah and his sons, look at how he played here. The Bible says that what now the sons of Noah who went out of the ark were Shem, Ham, and Japheth. And Ham was the father of Canaan. There, these three were the sons of Noah, and from these the whole earth was populated. Noah began to be a farmer and he planted a vineyard. Then he drank of wine and was drunk and became uncovered in his tent. And Ham, the father of Canaan, saw the nakedness of his father and told his brothers outside. But Shem and Japheth, discernment, took a garment laid it on their shoulders and went backwards and covered the nakedness of their father. Their faces were turned away and they did not see their father's nakedness. Now verse 24. So Noah awoke from his wine and knew that his younger son had done what this younger son had done to him. Then he said, remember what you do there are some certain things that you would do to people that it would touch their core and it is from that place you see the bible says that what when jacob sorry isaac wanted to bless jacob and esau he told esau to go and make me something that i like that after i've eaten it from that place of satisfaction and delight i'm able to pronounce a blessing Praise the Lord. And here, as a result of the disgraceful thing Noah's son did, Noah said, he says here, Then he said, Cursed be Canaan, and a servant of servant he shall be to his brethren. And he said, remember from the same mouth that pronounced a curse, blessings came forth. Why? Because those two sons chose to cover their father's shame and honor him. The Bible says that word, and he said, Blessed be the Lord God of Shem, and may Canaan be his servant. May the Lord enlarge Japheth, and may the Lord dwell in the tents of Shem, and may Canaan be his servant. Hallelujah. My brothers and my sisters, these are the laws, and I remember I said it last week Sunday, that wherever honor is absent, dishonor is the reason for the stagnation of humanity. Go and check it anywhere, all through history. When you choose not to pay attention to these principles, you will definitely pay dearly for it. It is good to be young. It is good to be motivated and ambitious. It is good to be an intellectual. It is good to be skilled. But you see, all these things, the Bible said that what? The race is not for the swift. In other words, you begin to understand that there are some things that your skill will not get you. There are some people that you look at their lives and you're wondering, but I'm better than this person. But they have it better going than I, than I do. Praise the Lord. And so you realize that this life, what makes for advancement, there is more to it that meets the eye. Praise the Lord. And someone here said that no person was ever honored for what he received. Honor has been the reward for what he gave. 
you see that if indeed you and I are to advance, yes, we say, Lord, I don't want to experience shame. But there are certain protocols that we do, that we must abide by, that exempts us from the list of shame. And that is honor. Because when we honor people, the seed for honor is what? Double honor. Praise God. The seed for honor is what? Double honor. Or the harvest for honor, rather, is what? Double honor. And that is what God has in mind for you and I. Let us bow our heads even as we pray. Just begin to thank God for the things that you have heard this morning. Because the Bible said that indeed that the word that we have received is able to build us up and to give us an inheritance among them that are sanctified. That Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for your word. I thank you for bringing this word my way. That Lord, you have opened my eyes to the mistakes of the past. But begin to pray that the Lord will release his grace upon you to be able to discern. To be able to know the difference of what to do and how to go about them. That Lord, oh God in heaven, I pray for the grace of discernment. That Lord, no longer will I act in the ways of the foolish. But Lord, I receive wisdom. Wisdom, wisdom, wisdom. To align myself in the patterns of God. That above all, O oh God in heaven, your name be glorified. That Lord, you will take away every element, every trace of self that may want to glorify itself in me. But Lord, O oh God, I want to honor because this is what pleases you. That your name be glorified, O oh God in heaven. Blessed be your holy name, O oh God in heaven. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Remember the passage we read in the book of 1st Samuel 2 verse 30. The Bible says that God said, I will honor them that honor me. Praise God. I will honor them that honor me. For you to be qualified for honor, you must be a child of God. And therefore, if you are yet to make Jesus the Lord of your life and your personal savior, this is that hour. This is that time where you are able to surrender your all to Jesus. Yes, the world may offer enticing things, but Jesus offers the best. That's why the Bible says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all other things shall be added unto you. Perhaps you have been in the value of decision. Should I or should I not? Remember when we started the service, I said that God can be trusted. This God can be trusted. Nobody ever trusted God and was disappointed. Far be it. It is not the Lord. Because the Bible said that indeed, I am there to show myself faithful to them who put their trust in me. If you want to make Jesus the Lord of your life, for those who are watching us online, why don't you say with me, Lord Jesus, I acknowledge that you died on the cross of Calvary for me. I confess my sins before you this hour. Forgive me of all my sins, O Lord. Cleanse me with your blood. Write my name in the book of life. And grant me the privilege to walk in the realities of the new creation. In Jesus' mighty and matchless name we have prayed. If you have said this prayer, why don't you please send an email to the church address. We would want to provide resources that would make for your advancement in the things of God. Or perhaps you could even see Dr. Shola after the service just to put down your name.
because we want to provide you with everything you would need to make a remarkable Christian experience. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for your word that has come our way this morning. I ask, oh God in heaven, over every heart, over every ear, over every mind, that Lord, you would preserve these words in the name of Jesus. That Lord, oh God in heaven, the grace to abide by it to the very end. Grant unto us in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty and matchless name we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord.